ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, live Facebook viewers. Let's see, Let's see if we can get this figured out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the first time that I've tried to do a uh, a live broadcast with more than one person down here in the studio, and it's really difficult. <laughs> this is Oktoberfest Quest 2020. What this is, is an attempt, um, probably a failed attempt, um, because who's to ever decide what is best and what is not? With that being said, we're going to try um, I've been for the last, I don't know, month drinking through every packaged Oktoberfest beer in Cincinnati. Oh, that reminds me, I do have a growler in there we need to, uh, to be working on too. All right. Um, because one of them has not <laughs> hit cans yet. <laughs> that's, uh, that's Wiedemann. But they did make it into the competition. They did not make it to tonight, the final four, but, um, Regardless, we were drinking through every single one of them, and tonight is the best of the best. It just so happens that they all look the same. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which I guess kind of makes it a little bit easier. We also are drinking side beers because need a palate cleanser let's do it there is also water sitting over there on that old fridge if you for uh, is somebody else joining us then if you decide you need to rinse a glass or something ah there you go yeah <laughs> now, my wife was very concerned she said that we needed to have snacks and so there's snacks out on the uh, table in the other room yep and uh and water and all kinds of things and uh, we've talked uh, my wife and i about trying to um trying to up the uh, experience of coming in studio. Um, eventually, the camera setup will be better. I probably should have put it over there, but my cable isn't long enough. <laughs> so eventually, all of this will be better. And part of that is going to be little gift bags for guests. I don't have a gift bag for you, but no. I, do, I do have a gift. Oh. So it's, it's beer. Surprise. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear yourself? No. No? Can Maybe. Yep. Yep. All okay. right. Um, so you get a, a gift, but it's not in a bag. It's just a six pack of beer. Okay. But that's, that's good. Well, that's gift. great. <laughs> that's so, fantastic. So, um, I'm also at some point during the live show, if I get enough people jumping in on the, uh, on the chat and throwing in questions and stuff, I'm going to give something away because I like to do that. Um, I was hoping to have an Oktoberfest pack from Sam Adams to give away for this show. And I don't, but I will also have one to give away at some point. So um, stick around for some time in the near future, a weekly pint or something where I'll give that away. Tonight I'm giving away what's called a Gish pack. Um, I've got a review of these coming up on the blog sometime soon. It's this little gizmo that unfolds into a little four-pack carrier. So, okay. uh, at some point, I'm going to give one of these away on the show. Um, You're running to making a a mix of, mix of, not a mix of six, a mix of four. (laughs) This will work. I think they are um, for breweries and bottle shops and stuff. I think that something like this is um, pretty cool. But yeah, we'll talk about that on a different blog post or video or episode or something but for now we gotta drink some Oktoberfest beer we should try this first um, all right this is hang on i gotta cheat look um hoff tetner hoff tetner um supposedly what i was told when i was purchasing purchasing it today at jungle gems um was that this brewery claims that they are the first brewery in the world to make uh an Oktoberfest beer um, Polliner is what I've always heard is the first, and Polliner says they're the first. Um, these people say that I guess they did it in eighteen twelve, maybe. The brewery's been around since twelve twenty nine, maybe. I don't know. That's what it looks like on here to me. Um, this is part of this uh, tank container canning project that is going on. I don't know if anybody's heard about that, where German breweries are sending these big containers over to the United States and they're being canned here and then sent out. I don't know. So that's what this is. <laughs> it's uh, it's darker than all of our other beers. Prost. Prost. I hope everybody else is drinking along with us too. Um, please tell us what you're drinking if you are. Yep. 
It's an Oktoberfest. Sure is. <laughs> do we want to dive in right away or do you want to talk about Oktoberfest a little bit? Now, then let's talk about Oktoberfest. Um, it is, and I've, I've ta- I know I've talked about this on the show um, several times, but it is, if not my favorite style of beer, very close to my favorite style of beer. And for me, the reason that I love it so much is that it just fits into not just the season perfectly, but into different drinking experiences in a day. You know, there's some beers that are really, really great when it's hot outside and you want something that's refreshing and goes down easy. Then there's some beers that are really great when it's not hot outside and you want something that you can kind of sit under the stars and kind of ponder the mysteries of life. This fits into both of those for me. And there's not a lot of beers that can do that. And I think that's the biggest reason that I enjoy it so much. Um, what about you? What do you, yeah, what do you well, love about Octoberfest? It's, or hate about October? Maybe you hate the style. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> that would get really awkward in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't I I I really do enjoy the style. Um it it's all of those things that you said and you know, it's as far as a beer, it's 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 a multi, yet you know that, that hops are there. Um so it's it's uh, it's colors is fantastic. Um, it it matches the way it tastes perfectly, um, and you know it's just you. I was I was watching a, a post earlier, and you you had said that something was uh, easy drinking, and and you kind of reprimanded yourself for that. But I mean, hey man, I mean sometimes just saying it's good or it's easy drinking is good enough. It is. It, it's to me. It's almost a, uh, especially on Prost, where I'm trying to tell people what the beer is. It's. It doesn't. It doesn't tell you anything about it. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, most beers can be easy drinking in the right situation. There are some beers that are really dark and really heavy and like big beers. But you you put me around a campfire with, you know, some some good friends and a little cooler temperature, and I'll be damned if that beer is not easy drinking. So what I would say is, if <laughs> if you have to preface your scenario with that sort of situation, <laughs> then that is your indication that it is not a beer that you would be drinking uh, on a hot summer day or in a a, a cool fall evening, necessarily um, after. Being outside having pretzels or, you know, sausages or something. I've, you know, I've with Oktoberfests, I have, especially, you know, this year because of the amount of them that I've drank, um, I found myself drinking them in every situation from mowing the grass to sitting around a campfire to next to a pool to, you know, sitting watching TV. And it has literally hit every single one of those situations for me. And, um, Again, there's not a lot of beers that fit into that for me. Exactly. <laughs> so I, it's just it's it's the perfect kind of I guess workhorse of a beer. I wish it was around all year round. Um, although I guess Northern Row is saying that they are going to do theirs all year round, um, which I think is fun. I'm curious to how that works out with uh, the uh, average consumers, but. <laughs> I don't know if somebody wants to drink an Oktoberfest knowing it's an Oktoberfest in, you know, April. <laughs> Who knows? I I think I think it'd be just fine. Um I don't I don't know if I'd call it Oktoberfest all year round, but um I think the style there's no reason it can't be around all year round. Right. So tonight we are drinking these blind. We know which ones they are, but we don't know which one is which. We have um, Braxton October Fuel. We have Listerman's Fest Beer, their German party lager, which is my favorite thing that has ever been written on a beer can. Um, we have Grainworks Oktoberfest, and then we have Saunders Oktoberfest. Um, I I, th- I feel like when we did this last year, there was a much bigger spectrum of what Oktoberfest meant as far as styles versus, you know, Martzen versus Festbeer. I feel like everything has kind of, well, I shouldn't say everything, most of them have kind of found home in the middle of the two, which makes it easier to put things up against each other, but 
it's also harder to pick which one is your favorite. <laughs> I can tell you right now, this looks like it's going to be difficult. <laughs> yeah, well, they all look very similar. That's the, that's the first thing. And I would agree with you last year, even from when um, we came to ours and you had ours and ours had, had a, a much deeper color. Um, hi, by the way, this is Marco from Salvador. <laughs> but um, uh, it, it, we didn't can ours, which is part of the reason why I was able to be here because uh, – I wasn't involved in the bracket. Right. Um, but even we uh, pulled back on the alcohol a little bit, took a, a little bit of the dark mold out, and, and it came out a little bit more amber uh, in color, uh, lighter ABV. So uh, just it's moving a little bit more to the middle of, uh, of the style, which makes it tougher because is it, is it a fest beer than Marzen? Well, it's easy drinking, so just... It's, you know. it's an Oktoberfest. Yeah, like, it's an Oktoberfest. It's, it's an Oktoberfest. It's this big kind of overarching category that uh, includes a bunch of stuff. I, I love it. All right. Let's um let's jump in here a little bit. These are all going to kind of get warm as we go, which I don't know is the end of the world. Um, we're going to do two different ones. Um, okay. All right. Head to head. And then we're going to pick the best out of those two. And then we're going to do the same thing over here. Uh, make sure you don't mix them up. I got A on the left and B on the right. Oh, here, let's do this. Let's so we. All right, and then there. All right, now, now hopefully this will make some kind of sense. Um, they look extremely similar. I think that the B is a little bit darker, and there's um a little bit more of a lingering head on a I don't know what these look like when they're fresh poured because my wife came down and poured them for us um, but that's the way they're looking right now I'm going to dig in and smell them here and see if I can tell any difference I've and I've I've had so many of all of these beers that I I was anticipating that maybe I would be able to um, identify some of them just from experience but I don't know I think I might know what that C is because it's a little cloudier than the other ones, but yeah, really similar. Yeah, absolutely. It's excellent for podcasting. The yeah, sn- sniffing smell. Just we'll sniff loudly so it's entertaining. I tell dad jokes while you sniff. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Don't do all that right. because if I'm tasting beer and you tell a good dad joke, beer's coming out all over the uh, the many computers that are strewn about. Oh yeah, there's a difference. They're definitely two different beers. Um, to me, A is a little bit milder, a little bit uh, easier. Not not easier drinking, but easier. Um, milder I guess is the best way to put it whereas B has a little bit more of that um, a little bit more of a sharpness at the end to it so I'm picking up in A the slightest hint of a of a a, a snap or a, crisp, a crispness from the malt um, and it's just very 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 subtle it's the only thing that I can say that I can directly, definitively call different about each. You're getting that in A? Yes. See, I get more of like a toasty, crackery kind of thing in B. Yeah, they're both really good. Um, So what I I have been doing this whole time is... um, is drinking a whole can of whatever is against whatever else. So I've been drinking a bunch of beer at the same time. Um, <laughs> Julia says that even our sniffing delays are more entertaining than the FCC game. That's currently, I guess, currently on. Um, so in the course of drinking two whole beers, I start them very cold. And then by the time I finish them both, they're, they're, they're both very warm which has provided two very distinct um, experiences on each of them, whereas these are kind of warm now after sitting out for as long as we have them. But um, I found that like 
leading up to this and the, uh, the other head-to-heads, when I first cracked open each of the beers and tasted them right off the bat, I um, had my opinion right away. And probably half of the time, by the time I finished those beers, it had flip-flopped and I changed my opinion about which one I liked more. Um, and I, I, I didn't anticipate it being that big of a difference between cold and not. Do you have a thought one way or another? I do. As of right now? I um, do. And the intention for this show was to have an odd number of people. <laughs> we do not have an odd number of people. So um, if we disagree, I, I guess I win. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I don't know how, that, you do how win. else to, uh, to do it. Um, do you... So have you had... Out of all of this year's Oktoberfest, which I think they're they're almost all sitting here. I think I pulled the Sonder out because I needed another can of Sonder in the fridge just in case we drank too much. Um, and Wiedemann is not there and High Grain is not there because Wiedemann is in a, in a growler and I drank all the High Grain. <laughs> and didn't realize it until yesterday that I didn't have any High Grain left. <laughs> um, have you had, how many of these have you had this year or previously? So I think previously, I think total, had, total we're at like 16, I think, is our total count of how many there are this year. Um, so the Madri Ziegler is technically a new beer this year. Um, the uh, I've had nine the of those. The Fig Leaf is technically a new beer this year, technically. Um, Birkus, everything else is returning. So yeah, I've I've had nine of those. Um, My wife says that I've been really chatty for the last few weeks from all the beer, <laughs> and Julia says that um, Mrs. Gnome can be the tiebreaker if we need a tiebreaker. There you go. I need another minute to make my decision here. All right, I've got my my choice um, on three. Pick up the one that you choose. One. We're, we're going to pick two different ones. Up. I think so. One, two, three. Yes. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, if my wife is listening and if the children are um, not destroying things, we need a tiebreaker. Um, we have... My wife and I have agreed on most of these throughout the um, the bracket. There has been, I don't know, maybe two or three where we disagreed. Um, and maybe one of those after um, I sat there drinking it for a while. I think I, I shifted my opinion, but I don't hear the door opening. I also don't hear a thump, 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 thump. Somebody's running. I don't know what that was. <laughs> it could be the three-year-old wanting to come down too. Man, uh, I would be happy with either one of them. I can tell you that. Sure. I, I, we, I also, we also, like I said, do not know what either one of these are. And I think we'll wait until we go through all four. And then we'll reveal what those two are. And then the last two, should we do those? Try to do those blind too, or should we do those just easy because it's easier for us to not have something come for beer and everything? I don't know. We'll figure it out, guys. Uh, my wife says, "Define destroying." It's not a big deal if you can't come down. I actually kind of think that's. She can drink my backwash. These are the first beers I've had today. You are going to be on camera too, just so you know. <laughs> B. Oh, don't I know what they are? Don't tell me the letters. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first one, the second one. Okay. How how would I? Huh. If I don't tell you what the letters are, how can you tell us what the winner is? Which one is which? I think 
I think that one was this one, and that one was yeah. that thing, I think. Everything about this is completely flawed and doesn't make any sense, and is why um, I will get emails for the next three weeks and snide comments when I sit down to do shows with people. <laughs> for the record, um, I, I think my wife just tricked me to come take my beer. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I know that there are beers that got knocked out early in the competition that if I was forced to put B. B? Mm-hmm. All right. See, she agrees with me. <laughs> well, then um, just make your vote count twice. I should. <laughs> Unless she wants to hang out down here and drink more beer. She, I'm sure she would much rather do that than be upstairs, probably watching I mean, what was on the Lion King, Moana, something like that. Um, thank you, uh, honey, for being the tiebreaker. Um, I forgot what I was saying. Uh, the bracket leading up that if you sat down and you knew what they were, that it's not important and i had nothing to do with the bracket <laughs> leading up to this either it yeah was it was strictly you it was and then strictly, your wife's aid it was strictly yeah strictly me and then the times where i needed some kind of um confirmation or discussion about it i brought her in um and they it was it was crazy because i could especially because it's so we've gone through two rounds so there were beers that i'm that competed twice. All of these have competed twice so far. Um, there were times where I tried it um, with both of us with trying things. We tried them um, in the first round and loved, like absolutely loved one. And it just blew the other one out of the water. And then that second round up against something else, it was the complete opposite. And it didn't, didn't even taste like the same beer. And so it really got me thinking about how we always talk about, you know, food pairings. And when you're drinking a beer with certain food, it makes the beer taste different. It changes the experience of that beer. And through this, what I've realized is drinking a beer with a beer changes the beer. (laughs) And like if you drink these side by side, it really does change what each of them tastes like uh, versus if you're just drinking the same one. Really weird experience through all of this that I've that I've kind of learned. But I guess the lesson is any one of these beers is going to be fantastic. And if you just sit down and drink a beer for a night, you're going to be happy with any of them. (laughs) Um, uh, Julia, we appreciate you hanging out with us and (laughs) and drinking along. Um, Anybody else that's on, because there are other people on, feel free to chime in. Also, phone lines are active. So if you want to call in and chime in and tell us what you think about uh, our flawed system, feel free to do that. Uh, 56770-DRINK. I think the number is on. It's on the screen, but it's in white text, so it's really hard to read. But it's down there. There it is. You got it. (laughs) All right. Let's kill these, and we'll dig into the next ones. You just and for those listening, just make that a contact in your phone. That way, that is the easier way to do it. And again, like I've said on pretty much every one of these uh, uh, head-to-head things, um, I would be happy with either one of these beers in my glass. For the record, all right. C and D. So B was our first winner. Set that aside so we remember so we can go to our cheat sheet afterwards. Um, D. C. All right. And to do this, you have to have a large number of taster glasses. You have to have a lot of taster glasses. And um, I used to have a bunch of identical taster glasses. And when we had our studio at Mike's house, I left them all there. And they're still there. (laughs) (laughs) And they were all those really great little, like, snifter tasters, you know, like Blank Slate had. Mm -hmm. Um, I love those. And I had a ton of them. Probably, like, like 12 or something. And um, I need to get more. But they're, like, two bucks each or something at Crate and Barrel. I need to get on grand e grandstand and order a bunch of them with little gnomes on them which if you want to help me do that go to patreon and support the gnarly gnome because <laughs> shit gets expensive <laughs> all right c and d um like i said this this is the only one that has a really distinctive look to it to me it's way hazier than the other ones um not that that's a bad thing but maybe it, i don't know 
man, there's everything is so close together that it's so hard to. Yeah, I get maybe like a touch more of like a like a fruity kind of thing from C. Yeah, I I'd agree that I'm getting a little more off the nose on C. Oh, it's good though. Yeah, that's good. I feel like I can I can taste that characteristic. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm, what is that that I'm tasting there? These are two very um, distinct beers to me. Like, there's definitely a different flavor profile in both of them. I would say C is um, a little bit softer. There is almost like a... Uh, like a yeastiness to it, um, some kind of uh, like a like like a yeast, like a suspended yeast kind of thing that's going. On. I don't know if that's what the haze is or not, but um, like a like a sweet fruity kind of thing going on. I agree, which is why I have my man my mind made up. Hmm. Where is? There is definitely a distinct flavor going on in D, though, too, that I, I can't place. I mean, they, they they both have all of that kind of bready, toasty thing going on, too. I think that's going to be across the board for everything we need to say with all of them. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I think I think I have to go D. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, D. And here's the thing. It's... And this is my turn to do the, the you know, gentle uh, sort of disclaimer. Uh, it's not that C wasn't tasty. It's just that D for me was more um, right up the lane. More for, to style, I guess. Well, it's just right up the lane with – if we put – if we did three tastings where we had A, B, and D next to each other – It'd be very hard to discern the three of them, I think. But I think because we had C, which has a characteristic to it that, that stands out versus D, <coughs> it was easier for me to make my mind up. That also, um, so I, there are some times though where a distinct characteristic, as long as it's, it's a, as long as it's a characteristic that fits in with that style or with that beer can put it out ahead of stuff too. It, and I would imagine that's why when you knew what the beer was, a beer like Sam Adams Oktoberfest stood out because didn't Sam Adams win round one? It, they it, went yeah, it, it ran, it won round one, but then not round two. It, um, and I can't remember who it was up against in round one now. Actually, no, I can. We should have put this up earlier for you guys to see. So, Oh, you have the bracket? Yeah, I put the bracket on here. Oh, here um, we are. Uh, there we go. So this is the, not that we can read it sitting here, but I'm, I'm assuming you sitting at your computer or your phone, although this is also a podcast. So for all of you that are on the podcast, I'll put a link in the show notes or something too. There you go. Um, uh, oh, it's Sam Adams, Ryan Geist for round one, which is really, really. So Ryan Geist is a great example of one of those beers that stands out because it has something different about it. Not to say that it's a bad Oktoberfest, and for somebody, that might make it go all the way right to number one because that thing that stands out is what they want out of an Oktoberfest. Right. It's a little hoppier. It's a, um, it, it, it's a little more American kind of style versus um, everything else. <laughs> and if that's what you are looking for, it's going to be your favorite one. And the whole point of all of this is to figure out what your favorite Oct like I'm never going to say that something is the best example of an Oktoberfest beer because I I, I I think that's a goofy kind of thing to to say. Well, that way, that lane's too wide. But with, my thing about styles is like if you say what is the what is the best you know pale ale 
It's Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. That's what everybody judges it by. You don't. You can't make a better example of a pale ale because that's the example. <laughs> you right. just have to make that beer. It's. It becomes you trying to create something that is along that same line that gets people excited. That's good. You you can't you can't recreate something that's already been created. And when you look at style guidelines, it's all, it's based off of something. It's based off of a beer, and that is the example. Right. That is the beer. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, so I, when I when I judge stuff, I will never judge stuff based on the style guidelines or something. I just based off of what I want, and that may shift and might change over time. And I think that's okay. Um, I so what would, and I don't know why you know this answer, but um, so what would say Pat Fahey who designs the uh, content for the Cicerone certification say is the classic american example of an octoberfest i don't know that it'll be american i think that that for cicerone they would just go german it would all be german it would be it would be polliner or something like that that would be these guys yeah these guys that created it it's it's a good example i mean it's good i don't know that i don't know that i like this better than anything else we're drinking tonight i i can say that it's it's really delicious and it's a little um there's like a, uh, it's it's not oxidized. I know that, but I don't know if it's like a caramel malt thing that I'm that I'm picking up that kind of gives off that thing. Um, well, it it it's a fine beer, um, but we know that we have local examples in front of us that are just as good, if that not, are if not better, absolutely just as good, if not better. So we agree that D is the winner here, right? Can we agree that everybody should be serving these out of Liedersteins? Yes, absolutely. Leader, I mean, I know I don't, and that's not any anything within my control. Well, but. Just out of Steins in general, though, too. Like, so I drink out of these a lot, these little like third liter things. Yeah. Um, because sometimes I, you know, I'll get in trouble if I drink a whole liter of beer, you know, when I'm trying to take care of kids. <laughs> so, <laughs> but plastic but there's, liters. But there's 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 something about out just drinking out of a, a mug too that like i just i love i can just well and that's why that's why uh, if you have a tap room you should always offer a leader stein this time of year i second the motion um how many places are do you know like so i know saunders been all about it since yeah day absolutely one. um who else does um i i know i saw somebody else doing it Oh, I know Braxton has Steins. They're probably, um, (laughs) Julia says yes. Or if they don't want to invest in Steins, just give me a crowler without the top. Um, West side, maybe, but there's not, might not even be leaders there. Maybe they are. Well, like, you know, like, um, if that was smart, like fretboard, I'd be quickly pulling it up right here. Fretboard pours uh, lagers and mugs. Yes, you know I'll take yeah. that if I can't get a yeah. Stein. Serve yeah. me, serve me a, like a half liter. I think is a, a mug. Yeah, those are about what twenty ounce, twenty two ounces, or eighteen ounces. The mugs probably, they have, they're probably closer to. Tw- they're probably twenty. I bet. I bought a set of four online just so I could have mugs. I have. At home. I have one of the the. Um, the Sonder half liter sitting in there. I think it's, I think a half liter is. Oh, and Sonder does that too. They have the they the, have the, the half and the full. Yeah, yeah, they have the half and the full. Um, we did the math. At some, um, I guess I can pull this off of in between us. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm so I'm so bad at doing multiple things at once. I need a uh, a person that just like sits here like a like a like you know Joe Rogan has this producer. Like a producer. Yeah, yeah a producer. you need a producer that just sits here and just does all that stuff for me. Um uh Westside has a limited amount they sold, but I don't think they were serving them as a permanent thing. Uh, I think um, I don't think anybody is doing them as a permanent thing except Sonder, I think, always has them for their German styles. So you can go in the summer and get, you know, Hefeweizen. And then you get pitchers there, sorry. too. Um, and pitchers. Well, it's the same thing as a pitcher. <laughs> 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 it's, it's a pitcher without the spout. <laughs> um, 
All right. B and D are our winners. We want to know what they are. Or do we want to put them up against, you know, we'd have to have my wife come back down for that. We'll just, we'll see. Do you want to make any guesses? So October Fuel, Sonder Oktoberfest, um, Listerman, and Grainworks. I'm going to say they're Sonder and Grainworks. And that's exactly what I was thinking. I don't. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> B is Listerman and D is Braxton. Okay. We were both wrong. I was completely wrong. But um, that means Braxton's in the finals for the second year in a row. Oh, wow. Um, that, I, that That is shocking to me. Um, C was Grainworks. And actually, now that. I remember that first round, me commenting on how a, a it was, was Saunders. It was yeah, a it was Saunders. Um, that Grainworks was cloudier than the other ones. I wow, that's fun. Okay, <laughs> so um, B was Listerman, D was Braxton. All right. I mean, we got this beer in front of us. Mm-hmm. So in second here, we'll um, we'll put them head to head, and I think we'll do it. I mean, I feel like we should try to make it blind. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll we'll um, in a minute. We'll take some kind of a a break. We'll take a break on the podcast. We'll leave the stream up. I'll go in there. I'll pour them and put um, letters in front of them, and then you can grab them and put them on letters here. <laughs> And remember what they were there or something. No, we'll just, we just won't do a blind. This is way too complicated. <laughs> Not only is it really complicated to try to pour the beers and and then switch them and everything, it's actually complicated to get out here to pour them because I have lights set up over here. Because this is also where I do my uh, my weekly live stream on Mondays, which is a whole different camera angle. Normally, you, the camera, are over here. And then I have these really cool lights over here that light up this wall and this wall. And they're all still set up because I'm too lazy to break them down. Are you surprised by the uh, the outcome? No, not really. Um, I mean, October Fuel is a, a great beer. I've never, this is the first time I've had uh, Listerman's Oktoberfest. So. No, they had it at Saunders Oktoberfest last year. No, so I had it there. Did I? No, there was nobody working the booth when I went by there. <laughs> they were they were off drinking somewhere. <laughs> that yeah, that's what it was. But uh, no, so this is the first time I've had it. Um, great examples of of the style, and and super tasty. But I mean, we shouldn't be surprised about that, right? Right. I mean, we shouldn't. I mean, we shouldn't be surprised that any of these four are in are in the top four, right? No, and, no. And none of them. Again, the qualifier. None of them are bad beers. I have not tried a bad beer this whole time. That's um, one thing that I've wanted to make clear to everybody. Um, well, I think oh, that something's happening here. Um, Lord, my wife says, "Oh, come! Don't look yet." <laughs> And then she said, nope. nope. <laughs> what? I'm right here. <laughs> do it. Um, do it blind if Mrs. Gnome could come down and pour for you. Oh, yeah, we could do that. If she's, is she down here? Right here. Oh, yeah, she's Hi. here. We're paying attention to Julia and I. So we don't Sorry, it's over. It's over here behind me. Um, can you do kind of the same thing again? Yeah. There should be some paper um, behind the bar. You know where the little margarita salt thing is? Yeah, All right. I think it. it What's really great is for something that happens and everybody gets behind and, and makes a beer, um, you know, one time a year. Like you said, with this was just the packaging, uh, a package contest. But if you go into a place and, and they don't have package, you can pretty much be certain. Order it. It's yeah. going to be a good beer. Order it. Try it. Like I, um, that's one of my biggest struggles with this competition is that I want to include everything there's like what 40 
two Oktoberfests this year that I know of right now. And there's like two places that I think might have one that I haven't been able to get responses from to figure out for sure, but or having one are going to have one. Um, you know, that's, that's a whole bunch of Oktoberfest beers. It would be really fun to be able to do this with all of you them. You know what your wife might like really is that fun. since it doesn't incorporate necessarily all of the breweries is if you tr- plan a trip to have every Oktoberfest <laughs> in the same day, in the same day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that comes through on the whatever brewery he was at last right. is responsible for that. <laughs> they're they're going to make sure she is currently pouring the beers. Uh, you guys might be able to see her on the uh, the live stream in there. I can't tell. I can hear one of my children screaming upstairs too. Yeah, this was um, I this was this. Like you said, it's not surprising because they're all great beers, but it is surprising to me. Like I, in my head, you think you know which ones you like the best, but that's not necessarily true when you really, uh, when you do a blind. <laughs> I hope everybody can hear the thumping around upstairs. Yeah, I think I think it's the baby that's crying, and then the three-year-old sounds like she's running around trying to figure out what to do about it. She's dressed like Catboy from um, PJ Masks. No, she changed. Oh, okay. <laughs> she was the last time I saw her dressed like Catboy because that's what she wanted to be for Halloween. So that's what she's gonna be. Okay. Thank you. Um, the three-year-old and I sometimes sit in here when we're cleaning up or building something. She helped me build the shelves that are in the beer cellar around the corner. <clears throat> so she knows this is a podcast room and she knows I sit in here and talk to people, but I don't know if she knows what that really means because, you know, come peek. Oh, Hi, Bean. Oh, sorry. That's all right. Here's the answers. All right. Thank you, dear. Thank you. All right. I guess I should kill this other one then. All right, let's do this again. Whoa. All right. So A and B. Um, on mine and a little bit on yours. A is a little frothier. Yep. Um, maybe a little hazier, but... Um, might just be colder too. <laughs> yes, depending on where was that in the fridge. She could have just she could be messing with us too, and she could have just poured two completely different ones just to. Uh... <laughs> um. Okay. All right. This is really, really difficult, you guys. All right, so does anybody want to guess what we are going to choose as the winner? Um, I guess, Julia, since you're the only one... (laughs) commenting you'll probably win no matter what yeah there's as of right now um right this very second i think there's two people watching so you and my wife are probably it <laughs> um so sorry um, about that gnome <laughs> so, so do you well there they was tuned in to see you they saw me and it's it, it, it's uh, over it, it, it's always in flux and it's a saturday so nobody gets on facebook to watch things so um uh, julia i guess you win the uh, the gish pack um, I can either mail it to you or uh, I can leave it. So I'll mail it to you. Um, send me an email or a message or something. Um, actually, I have, no, I've got your address. I'll, I'll mail it to you. Um, <laughs> From the swag she's, she ordered? She's, she's guessing Listerman, yeah. Um, yeah. The swag that took nine months to get to everybody and then for Julia was wrong. Wearing my hat. Was wrong. <laughs> It was? <laughs> it was wrong. She got the wrong sweatshirt. She got a shirt that I don't even sell. 
So I had to get a different one sent to her, and now she has a limited edition. Right. All right. Oh, man, this is tough. All right, here we go. Okay. Hmm. One is definitely colder than the other. That makes it hard. My A is definitely a different temperature. It is. What are your thoughts? Um, A is definitely colder. <laughs> but... They've cracked that technology. They're the winners. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think I've got my favorite. And uh, I mean, we can talk a little bit more. Wait for A to warm up a little bit uh, to get what to are, even temperature. What is your criteria here to try to figure out which one is your favorite? Like, what is that factor, I guess, for you? I I think I'm trying to extrapolate out uh, if if this beer warmed up a little bit and they were closer together in temperature. So you're, you're leaning towards B right now. Yeah. Um, you get a little more of that, that toasty, malty, bready kind of thing. Well, and yes, and, and to be fair to A, at a lower, at a, at a warmer temperature, I would get more of that from yeah, A yeah. too, right? Right. That's kind of where, where I'm leaning right now. Again, <laughs> but it's just not the other thing is, so when we were talking about drinking out of a liter, right? And I was at Sonder and I drank Oktoberfest out of a liter, excuse me. Um, and I needed to take it easy. I needed to take it slow. Right. I needed to be responsible in the fashion. It was the only beer that I had there. Of course, it was in a liter. Right. Um <laughs> But because still, I was still one beer, yeah, still one beer. But because I was taking it easy and trying to be responsible, uh, I mean, yeah, the last twenty twenty five percent of the beer was kind of warm, right? Um, but it wasn't off putting by any means. It was still enjoyable, and it's and it's you know uh, different temperature. And um, so, what I'd say is, for any of these beers, I, I would imagine that would be the same. Is like, look, I mean, you're going to go through temperature changes. When you get it, it's going to be, you know, cold and, you know, frothy. And then, you know, as you drink your liter, um, whether it's talking with family or friends or, you know, whatever it may Stuffing be. Stuffing your face with some kind of sausage or pretzels. Or <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, hey, you know, most of the time, liter's going to hang around a little bit. Right. So. Hopefully. <laughs> well, there are situations. I'm not saying I've been pressed into any lately. Um, I also am not going to judge if your leader goes down quickly. <laughs> That's and look, for those of you that are going to comment that uh, Hopper House serves their beers in leaders, they don't count. Not for they this guy's show. They, they still count. They are a local brewery. Um, but... If if I was doing this competition where you had to go into somebody's tap room to drink their Oktoberfest, they would definitely not count because I'm not allowed in. Right. According to the Newport Police Department. Or like the headquarters for all of them. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> I don't really know how that works. If you want to hear that full story, you can listen to it on Cincy Brewcast. I don't know why it comes up every time I'm on the show. I'm sorry. Leaf, um, uh, a long time ago. I don't know the episode. I could, I'm not going to look it up. Um, or better, better yet, go to um, Fretboard TV on YouTube. And I sat down and did an interview with them and told the story there. And <laughs> I did do that as well. I saw that also. Um, that show is so much fun. Are you listening to Shift Beers? Uh, um, no, that's with. Um... They're from the industry. I don't think we're supposed to say where they work. Okay. I don't know how that works because everybody knows where they work, the people that listen to this show. <laughs> so with, okay, with I Josh, Raging Hop, and Chris, and Beth, and Brian, and they say they're from in the industry. I don't, I don't know how. I have not, but I, I will start. From, they're from March 1st, guys. <laughs> <laughs> See what I just did? <laughs> 
But the show is not associated with March 1st. This is um, them like in their, their, their free time creating a podcast, just sitting around and drinking beer with each other. Um, uh, no, but I did listen to the podcast that had the brewer, the head brewer from Northern Row on it. I have not. I've got it downloaded. I haven't listened. Okay. To it okay. All right. So there's two episodes. There's the head brewer. And then right after it, um, they've got one of the other guys. Okay. I saw the one with the head brewer. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. And I'm not even going to, I'm not going to go into any depth right now. But what I will say is. That the last two minutes <laughs> just hits you in the face and then it ends. Huh. But I'll tell you about it because it I think I think honestly that what happens in the last two minutes probably should have been prefaced in some way. Right. But so but uh uh, now I'm really curious. He seemed, he I think seemed, the show is called like the Craft Beer Podcast or something. It is. Like it's a really terrible name because it's and, really and hard it, to find. It's really hard to find. Yeah, because when I saw it come up, um, I wanted to listen to it. I mean, the the Head Brewer story is pretty neat. Uh, how they get um, that show into like 22 minutes is that, is, all, is that all it is? Yeah, but the thing is, in order to do that. There's a lot of ha ha ha. Okay, and then just move on. Like right. just move, 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 right. move. Um, but uh, it was pretty cool that another brewer in Cincinnati was on a on a podcast. And uh, I will say what I'm what I'm saying about the last two minutes is not to diminish the importance of the last two minutes. I'm just saying it was unexpected. It comes out of nowhere, and it's a very serious thing that really needed to spend another 20 minutes talking about. Okay. All right. So anyways, now I'm curious <laughs> and, and I'll, and like I said, I'll tell you off well, here. Maybe, maybe we'll talk more about it on uh, the weekly pint because I'm going to listen to it. Now I have to listen to it tomorrow. My interest is uh, definitely peaked. So let's see how a is after warming up a little bit. Yeah. I'm still hands down B. I think mm-hmm. B has it. It's um, me too. Crown them. It's, it's got good body to it. It's got all of that toastiness that I just desperately want out of an Oktoberfest. You want to crown them? Crown them. Um, we crown it B. And we won't announce what that is until next week. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. You want to make a guess? It's October fuel. Uh, it's got to be. I. Are we wrong? It is not. Listerman. It is Listerman. Well, well, well. (laughs) Oh, wow. How about that? That's crazy. That is absolutely crazy to me. Wow. Another award for Listerman? I absolutely would not... I would have lost a lot of money betting on that. Let's put it that way. Not that, not that I anticipate Listerman can't make a good Oktoberfest because they can clearly. Clearly, but um, yeah, that's surprise. That's that's fun, and that is that is so much fun. <laughs> I love it. It's great, um, Listerman. Excuse me. Yeah, I'm burping a bunch too. It's what crazy when you drink a bunch of Oktoberfest um, or seltzer. Or seltzer. Oh, I wait, drink way too much seltzer. I have some other seltzers in there I need to try. I have some. Uh, oh, some is that what we're going to do next? <laughs> Maybe we're going to get all these seltzers the, out. Uh, the latest uh, March 1st creations are sitting in there. They have the, um, um, the, red, the, the red cream soda one, and then there's something else too. Some other crazy thing. <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> what it is. Um, wow. Mind blown. That is so much All fun. Right. Well, congratulations, Listerman. Um, in my head, you, I, I would have said that um, Listerman has a fest beer. It's light and it's easy drinking and doesn't have a lot of that kind of big roasty malty thing. 
and that October fuel is the complete opposite. It's a, it's a Martzen. It's, it's big and it's, um, you know, full of that bready kind of stuff. That's not what I'm tasting right now. So that just, it just confirms what we were saying though, is that, um, if you see a, a local Oktoberfest, you can't go wrong picking it up. And, you know, doing things blind to speak to a brewery like Listerman or to speak to a brewery like Narrowpath, you know, that these breweries are earning awards. Well, they're earning awards on these, uh, you know, versus judging panels, you know, and you, you can decide whether you want to put stock into awards or not. But to win anything in recognition of your craft created product is a good thing. But if, if you ask Cincinnati, what kind of beer does Listerman make? They make big, heavily adjuncted stouts full of lucky charms and fruit loops and whatever the hell else spaghetti, you know, spaghetti, whatever the hell else you can think to dump in a stout. And they make new England IPAs. They make Fiona and Biggie and Pac and whatever else the latest one is, you know, that's what people scream about them making, but then they've got this whole other side of them that, I mean, their, their sports beer was on, um, the post last week. Um, which, by the way, I realized today I did not post post this week. I know you did. <laughs> Just completely forgot to post it. That's a whole other topic of the chaos I live in. I, I didn't post. know you forgot. I, I just know you didn't because no, I went looking for it. Just completely forgot how to just forgot to post it. It's there. It's West Side, the, the Braille Ale. I'll post it tomorrow morning, I promise. Um, they're making these really, really great loggers. They're making these these traditional styles that um, that clearly taste amazing that stand up against anything else being made in the city and yet they're not getting that recognition for it. Maybe, maybe once this uh, German beer hall idea happens, if it happens, um, maybe that will start to shift and change and people will start to understand who they I, are. I don't, I don't the know. Different sides I, of I, them. I, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to say that not, they're not getting recognition for, I mean, I don't think they can, are. I don't can, think, I don't think people are paying attention to the loggers. It's just Listerman as a brand. Everybody puts a confidence into or, right. or an expectation in my opinion. And that's earned. They earned that. And so, you know, to, for them, for them to have, you know, what, what is on today's today's day off of this system, your favorite Oktoberfest. And by the way, with the four beers that were presented to me, my favorite, it's not surprising to me. It just wasn't where I thought I was going to go, you know, based off of um, hearing brands and, and, and uh, tasting beers that were in cans previously. Yeah. And keep in mind, like I said, I didn't have their beer last year. So, yeah, you know, I, congratulations. Yeah, it, I, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised and pleased at the same time. Like I'm, I'm happy that uh, that's the way it worked out. I mean, I, for anybody that didn't win, I'm sorry, obviously. And I, like I said, all of these beers are fantastic, um, but clearly. Listerman today was the most fantastic. They are the winner of this year's Oktoberfest quest. If I, so my criteria this whole time has been, if I'm sitting at a, uh, at a, at an Oktoberfest festival, I'm sitting in a beer garden. I've got a big liter of beer in front of me. The sun is setting. It's hot outside, but I know it's going to be cool in just a minute. I just need a beer in that mug. And this year it's Listerman. I want Listerman in my mug, I guess. It's awesome. <laughs> I I hope that people are um, giving them the uh, the recognition that they deserve. I hope people recognize this other side of their personality, um, because I know that it's it's also I know that it's a big part of what Dan Listerman loves. I mean, forget the uh, the crazy Roush beers that he uh, insists get brewed every year. Um, 
but that traditional German side of beer is is that's that's his passion and what you know kind of draws him into it. And so I I like that they are still pushing stuff out there that stands up against anything else being made in the city and beyond. I mean, I'd, I'd say it can stand up against anything else that I've would be really cool. And I agree with you a hundred percent would be really cool is if maybe, um, let's say Cincinnati state would decide to host their own judging panel for only local Oktoberfest. And whether you put it in cans or whether you put it in, whether it was a crowler or a growler, that they had their um, their panel of judges that they collect for their World Beer Cup, yeah, and be able to be able to to have everybody involved uh, as far as you know, packaged or not packaged, right. and and see um, what that panel decides. Well, stay tuned. Maybe maybe next year. Maybe next year I'll have my life in order enough to make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> Although, judging by all the thumping that you've heard throughout the show, my life is not even near in order right now. So in a year from now, I have no idea what it's going to look like. Uh, and and to that, too, and like I, I mentioned, Cincinnati State, um, there are a good deal of Cincinnati uh, State um, brewing program folks around the city. Um, you know, maybe maybe their beer that they make there at Cincinnati State can get thrown in as a as a a beer that's made for the city. Um, and then we get, you know, we get up cause they'll get independent panels of judges. Right. Maybe that would be fun. Right. I, it's just, it's such a neat style of beer because it is, um, <laughs> what you want out of it is very simple. You, you want something like we talked at the beginning, something's easy drinking, but still packed full of that flavor. But when you really dig into it, especially when they're all so similar, there's just so much variance to that. So I I think that a, a good part of it is the fact that, number one, it's a lager, right? Or it should be a lager. To be traditional, it's a lager. Should and, and I get that, you know, with um, some breweries, are, they're, they're going to make their own. It's an ale. Okay. It, um, and then, you know. Others are going to use, I mean, with the crazy yeast that we have in the market now, I mean, you can get a, you know, a kvike strain and, right. and it'll ferment out in three days and then you can lager it for two months. Um, but it's, it's just, instead of taking the easy yellow lager, you're going to throw in your nuances of the, the malt profile and the, and the yeast characteristic, and you're still going to make a very, very approachable beer that has a depth of flavor and a, and a, and a, 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 a spectrum of color to it. And you could almost interchange that beer for that yellow beer in almost any situation. I'm really happy with this here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess we should kind of wrap it up and then All right. drink. Yeah, we got more beer, right? <laughs> they have snacks. Snacks and beer. In the green room, there's snacks in the green room. And So the original plan for this show was to have an odd number of people, either three or five or something around that. Not, not a bit. Not just odd people. <clears throat> right. Yeah. I mean, odd people are always fun, too, but um, an odd number of people. But to do it outside in the beer garden and uh, set up a whole big thing out there, um, then it was supposed to rain. And so that threw a wrench in it. So then I made plans to do it just in here by the bar. Then the rain got canceled by the, the weather channel, I guess. They canceled it. And that was cool. So <laughs> so then it was back outside. And then um, Shane backed out of me. Shane, I'm, I'm looking at you. Um and so then the plans changed again, and then I'm like, well, it's just me and Mark going, and we'll just do it here in the studio. So maybe next year we're going to have a big beer garden show with 
way more Oktoberfest. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how we can manage all of this. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in live. If you tuned in live, um, we'll see how many of you there actually were. Um, and if you like what you hear, um, please subscribe to the show. I think you're supposed to do that. There's probably something in whatever app you use that you can click on and you're supposed to share it with people, um, because that's how the show grows. And uh, I mean, I guess, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, growing doesn't really, I mean, I, I guess I want it to grow, but you guys are doing a good job. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand any of the rules. Your Patreon, if you uh, if you like what I do, that helps me keep doing it and helps me keep doing other things because there's a whole bunch of stuff that I want to do that I don't have time to do. And um, buy merch. Yeah, buy merch. Buy yourself a hat because then you can go to a bar and maybe you'll get a free beer one day. And drink local and drink local, be gnarly and drink local because that's what that's right. it's all about. That's kind of the point of it all. And, um, what that means is very complicated anymore and it's not going to get more simple over the next stretch of time, but, um, support places that you love and that you want to support and, um, that's it. Thank you. All right. <laughs> um, I have to hit my my outro and manage the cameras, but uh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> and of course, that half isn't working. Hang on, guys. Um, we will be back next week. Uh, I think Higher Gravity is going to be technically next week's show. I don't know. We got a busy schedule coming up. Um, Prost, Marco. Thank you for coming out. Prost. Um, Prost to all of you guys. Cincy Brewcast. I'm way too early. The voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> <laughs>